Now to North Minneapolis. When the Aldi grocery store there closed earlier this year, it struck a familiar note with residents. For decades, Northsiders have seen commercial developments come and go resulting in long-time food deserts and empty storefronts. But there are also new efforts to revitalize this once-thriving section of the city of Minneapolis, which is home to some of the most racially and ethnically diverse neighborhoods in the city. Regina Medina has our report. In his teen years in the early to mid-80s, Roger Cummings landed an arts job in North Minneapolis. He worked with young people painting murals. The gig placed the teenager in a community where the street scene filled him with wonder. King's Market was on Plymouth. There was like a graffiti wall on the back of King's that uh, people used to do their pieces on. You would walk up and down Plymouth just to hang out, just to you know see girls, see people driving up and down the street with the, the nice cars. There was the McDonald's at Plymouth and Penn Avenues, the Young Brothers Barbershop, an Elks Lodge, and the Phyllis Wheatley Community Center. Like, Plymouth was popping. That, that, was, that was where you wanted to, you know, see and be seen, like the way it was there. But then the scene started to change. Cummings, now the chief cultural producer and co-founder of Juxtaposition Arts, says drugs started entering the area. The Phyllis Wheatley Center, known for attracting drum corps from around the country, had a gathering in 1986. That's the last one that Cummings participated in. He still has the commemorative button. Plymouth Avenue is one of a few once-thriving commercial corridors in North Minneapolis that suffered following the riots of the late 1960s. The civil upheaval contributed to the flight of white business owners and residents. Economic disinvestment followed the exodus. But some Northsiders say that narrative hasn't told the whole story. There's a new wave of investment in North Minneapolis, and it is unprecedented, That's according to Warren McLean, president of NEON, which stands for North Side Economic Opportunity Network. He says about $100 million has been or will be invested in the north side of the city over the next few years. And he says that doesn't include a $100 million investment in the expansion of four companies owned by tech entrepreneur Timothy Childs, a former Honeywell research scientist. All four of his tech businesses are located in North Minneapolis. Folks that live here, successful entrepreneurs, are committing resources to North Minneapolis intentionally. And that, I think, is a new phenomenon because I'm talking about particularly black entrepreneurs or black developers that are leading the investment Neon's vision, McLean says, is to transform North Minneapolis into, quote, a prosperous, visible, sustainable, and highly diverse multicultural community of entrepreneurs. He says Neon wants the North Side to be the Silicon Valley of entrepreneurship. We want to help change the culture. It's a change of mindset that says we have the capacity, we have the wherewithal, and we have the creativity to create things in North Minneapolis. And sometimes the community has to come up with creative solutions when trouble hits. I'm standing at the now-shuttered Aldi at Penn and Lowry Avenues in North Minneapolis. I'm looking inside, and I see abandoned refrigerators and no aisles, just big room. In an area known for its food deserts, the Aldi closure in February reactivated trauma for the north side, explains food justice advocate Devon Nolan. We've been through this multiple times. 
And it may, begs the question for me, why aren't our, our lives valued in North Minneapolis in the same ways they're valued in other parts of the city? Downtown Minneapolis has 56,000 people and four full service grocery stores. We have one for over 67,000 people. The Aldi Properties landlord, David Wellington, president of Wellington Management, said the company is in discussion with a number of local grocers. He says the process to reach a deal will take up to nine months. Over the years, the city has invested tens of millions of dollars into ventures meant to spur economic development on the north side. The challenges posed by socioeconomic disparities, institutional racism, and crime in sections of North Minneapolis persist. One North Minneapolis leader believes they can do more to help Northsiders build wealth. Christelle Porter, executive director of West Broadway Business and Area Coalition, says empty properties owned by the city or Hennepin County have been commonplace since the 1967 riots. You know, I'm now in my 40s. I remember being younger than 10 and seeing some of those same properties where there's nothing going on there still to this day. I never quite understood it. And actually, I thought it was my community's problem when I was a kid. Like, what? why can't we just get our act together? Porter says the goals of city programs that offer land rights have fallen short of expectations. The Byzantine steps can overwhelm newcomers to the lengthy process. She adds the city's attempt to help with the process by offering technical assistance courses are challenging to some who are opening their first business. Then there's the difficulty of obtaining a business loan from banks wary of investing in the north side. She says most of the 79 businesses along West Broadway have not relied on loans. They rely instead on saving up or using tax refunds to invest in their enterprise, Porter explains. Feasibility studies in North Minneapolis are non-starters for some banks. I'm not going to get a loan because they're going to look at the market, they're going to look at the area median income, and they're going to say it's just not going to be profitable. Eric Hansen, Director of Economic Policy and Development at the City Agency, Community Planning and Economic Development, cited the 2% loan program, one of its biggest. That initiative, in which the city spends $2.2 million a year, helps businesses obtain capital. It reduces the cost of money while the city takes on some of the loan's risks. The agency also has a fund that helps developers and businesses in the city's hardest-hit areas to buy and own real estate, Hansen says. About 70% of the program's participants are BIPOC entrepreneurs, he adds. And so there's a number of projects that are on the north side that the city helped support. Porter remains optimistic in her description of a future North Minneapolis. She sees a vibrant and walkable West Broadway lined with businesses run by empowered owners. She sees plenty of trees dotting the avenue. And she says she believes North Minneapolis can get there, adding, quote, I really do. Regina Medina, NPR News, Minneapolis.